It is an honor today to have my wife on the podcast. Uh, we uh, have been together for a very long time. We'll get more into that as we talk, but Loretta, welcome to Let's Talk About It. Thank you for having me, dear. <laughs> well, kind of live together, so you're here all the time. Yeah, it's kind of convenient. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So we, we just recently watched that movie, Loving, uh, about mm -hmm. the uh, couple that were Caucasian and African-American, and they actually had to take their case all the way up to the Supreme Court, being the first <clears throat> interracial couple to be granted, I guess, the right to be married mm -hmm. in the United States. And so uh, I, I guess our situation is a little bit similar uh, in that I, being Puerto Rican and you being white, mm -hmm. uh, come from different backgrounds. And we've kind of, maybe not to the extent that they did, but when we were younger, lived uh, some similar things that they had to go through. We definitely went through some ugly spots with others and their um, view on our relationship. Talk about that a little bit. What do you, what do you recall? Well, we were 17 and we, uh, when we first started dating, which was in 1988. And it was uncommon uh, in the nice parts of Tennessee to have interracial couples be accepted. You know, so when we would go to the mall and hold hands like a typical couple would, we didn't always have the nicest looks given to us. And so um, it made us feel a little awkward here and there, not understanding why that would be a problem, but that's just what we were around. Do you recall any time uh, that you were probably the most fearful? Uh, you know, I can recall in my mind one instance when we were going through Governor Square Mall. Yes. You want to talk about that. Yeah, that's when um, the mall was so small that you can walk it in about 30 minutes. And we were parked outside of the food court and we were getting ready to go to the car holding hands when we came upon a group of skinheads who were very uh, interested in our walking past them or up to them because when we noticed that there were comments being made and, and, and ugly looks being given that we decided to walk all the way around the mall to go to our car. Yeah, I remember that. I recall that very well. Uh, has it been difficult being married to a person of color, you being a, a white woman? For the most part, I'm going to say no in the aspect of I don't have that ugliness in my heart. And so I surround my myself around people who love people that have been created by God in the first place. But, you know, you are going to have those either from a different generation or those that just have hate in their heart towards interracial couples. And it's made me feel uncomfortable. Um, so that's what makes it hard. But it's not hard being married to you. Well, good. Good. I'm glad that it's not hard being married to me. Who has given you the hardest time as far as has it been uh, uh, African-Americans? Has it been white people? Has it been Latinos? Has it been Asians? I mean, who, where, where have you noticed of all races and ethnicities that maybe did not accept our interracialness the most? Well, I would like to address that as 
people that are just ugly. Because okay. that comes in all shapes and forms. True. But, um, but being that this is about implicit racial bias. You know, yes. I, I, I would say uh, there, were, there were a lot of white people who did not like a white woman being with a, a colored man, as I've been heard many times. I've heard many times before. Okay. How'd that make you feel? I'm, he's not colored, he's Sammy. <laughs> I mean, he's human. So it, it, to me, I think it's just an ignorant statement because when you really get to know someone, you, you end up looking past the color of the skin and you look at the heart of the person. And when you realize that that person is human like you and they have thoughts, they have feelings, they have passions, they have desires the same as you, it, you can relate to them a little bit more as just a human versus the color of their skin. Very true, very true. Loving, were there times in the movie that you could, you could relate to what they were going through? Uh, yes, and as I recall, I mean, one, just there's no need to be ugly with people. I mean, love is love regardless. Of, of the color of the skin, but um, just people making their comments. If it, if it doesn't affect you, know, you necessarily, if I'm with another Puerto Rican man and you're a white, white man, it, it has no effect to you. So it really shouldn't bother you whatsoever. I mean, I just don't understand why that's a problem. Very good. Very good. What about... Uh... Have you ever noticed anybody uh, treating us any different or maybe looking at us different when they saw our children? Uh, you know, our kids obviously are mixed race kids. Um, they are mixed race, but since, thankfully, we've been in a lot of places where there's such a, a huge dynamic of culture, and I think we do that on purpose, that they don't feel it as much, but there has been a time when our daughter, when we um, stayed for a short period of time in Augusta, Georgia, had some difficulties when she was going to school there in first grade. It was uncomfortable for her because people didn't know if she was black or if she was white, and um, they didn't treat her so nicely on the school bus or in the schoolhouse. And uh, that happened to come from the African, the African American group, right. because they noticed that she had the curly hair, she had tan skin, and they weren't sure where she, you know, who she was, and they would say, "What are you?" Well, I'm human, is what she would tell them. But, you know, she didn't understand that because that wasn't that wasn't something she was exposed to. Uh, I, I remember the time that we went to go visit your family in Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania. and. Um, I guess we were going to a grocery store, and I recall a couple <laughs> that saw us. I think that they were all like on the other side of the parking lot. They, yeah, they were on the other side and, of the parking uh, lot. You know, give us a rundown on what happened with that couple. I don't know if we were going into the grocery store or coming out of the grocery store. All I know is that we were by the car, and clear across the parking lot was a black girl with a white guy. And she was beside herself in joy, actually, because she was like talking to her boyfriend or husband, I don't know what, but her other half. And she was like, look, there's another interracial couple. It threw her for a loop because obviously you didn't see that very often in those neck of the woods. 
And it made her very happy to see that there was another couple that was just like them, that all they did was love each other. They just happened to have different color skin. Very true. Very true. Now, let me, let me ask this. Uh, was it a culture shock for you to marry into a Latino family? What was that like? What was it like the first time you came over to my house and you experienced the dynamic of Puerto Rican culture? Uh, what, what, you know, tell us a little bit about what that was like. Well, considering that every culture has their dynamic in some way, shape, or form, um, when there was yelling in my house, that means somebody was angry. When I went to your house, everyone just raised their voice because they wanted to be heard over someone else. So that was a little bit different. So I was like, are they angry with each other? Are they getting ready to fight? I mean, I don't understand. But although everyone had smiles on their face, I was like, they're yelling, but they're smiling. I'm not sure what's going on. And I had to uh, adjust to a different culture. And that's perfectly fine because obviously I've adjusted pretty well. Yeah, yeah. Most people think that you are a Latina. And not, a lot of people think that I am a Latina. Yeah. So 29 years ago, it was not common for couples that came from different Cultures. races, ethnicities, nationalities to be together. It, it seems to be more common today. Yes, much more. Uh, so we, we got to live through a time where it was, it, it was difficult. Mm -hmm. It was difficult only because of what others said. It wasn't difficult for us because we loved each other and we didn't care. You we know, didn't see any difference right. between. Uh, uh, you know, you were a you were a girl that used a lot of Aquanet, and you had uh, <laughs> beautiful eyes and, and beautiful red lips with that lipstick that you use. But uh, so I, I'm I'm thankful that our children today don't necessarily have to really get the barrage of comments that mm -hmm. were made to you and me. Mm -hmm. So what would you what would you say to uh, should somebody say to them that you know you should stick with your own kind I would say that they have to be the bigger person um, manners don't cost a thing and sometimes using your best manners will show someone else whether they take it there at that moment or not you've got to be the bigger person and let them know that what they say you know yes you have your opinion which what you're gonna say but I'm not gonna allow those words to hurt me and that's not gonna sway what I think or believe or feel if I love somebody regardless of what color of skin they have then I love that person I can't I can't stop that that's what it is and if that person is treating me right and we're we, we feel like we're meant for each other then we're gonna have to walk that walk and that journey in life that's not the other person so um, don't let it stop you. you know, the, last, the last thing that I thought I would ever do, and you and I have had this conversation, was that I would marry a white person. Yes, you didn't think that and, would happen. And uh, here we are, we're about to celebrate 26 years of marriage this mm -hmm. October, 29 years of dating, yeah. and uh, you are the best thing that's ever happened to me. And so sometimes we can minimize somebody or overlook something good because of biases, prejudices, stereotypes that we believe. And so I'm so glad that I did not allow the stereotype mm -hmm. of, of you know, what I heard about white people to, uh, you know, if anything, be something that prevented you and I from being together. So I'm, I'm thankful, that, you know, because I, I, I had stereotypes. 
mm-hmm. and you know had biases and and I'm glad that you didn't allow whatever stereotypes there are of you know Latinos or Puerto Ricans to get in the way and so well I, I appreciate that I I'm glad that you didn't allow that stuff to hold you back as well <laughs> and it goes back to what I was saying that you have to see people for who they are I remember back in the early 1980s um, I was living in Washington State and just having friends of color gave me a bad name and they weren't very nice words but just because I had a black girl spend the night in my house I mean she was my friend you would do that with any other friend you you stay up late watch TV you eat and you you wake up at ungodly hours of the day timing I mean it's typical stuff that teenagers would do but yet but because she was of a different color you know it made you know people try to make it hard for us and, and that's sad because we were really good friends and I didn't care what they thought she was she was my friend. Now let me ask you this: Do you think that uh, being army brats and having lived around a, you know people of all kinds of different races and nationalities and uh, made it easy for us as army brats to embrace what we would call diversity today? I do agree with that. I do feel that um, you kind of gain your mindset of life by where you live and if you are predominantly in one particular area where there's only one race or one type of culture that's going to become the norm and anything else would be abnorm and so being in the military 100% helped us be more diversified awesome well sweetie thank you so much for being a part of the show today Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm thankful I love you I love you too and uh You'll be back. Okay. (laughs) Thank you.